0: Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns from the teams present and future. Questions are always welcome, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, a primer on Rob Manfred's lottery And ask me questions if I was confusing. There is another universe that I occasionally listen to podcasts regarding. And one of the podcasters, one of the podcasts that I listen to, I was noticing today there was a whole bunch of stuff from an episode that's current that was also very prevalent in a podcast about seven episodes ago. So there's... Turnover, and it wasn't necessarily um, just talking about it briefly. Uh, long, um, long sorts of passages were generally re- repeated ideas, repeated the same topic, uh, which is fine. And since someone else does that, I'm going to do that a bit as well today. Rob Manfred's lottery. Some people on the Twitter machine are talking about how they would like to see a baseball lottery. A baseball lottery in regards to the draft. Which I guess, if done in a certain fashion, might make a difference. But this is Rob Manfred's lottery, not a lottery that would actually make sense. Rob Manfred's lottery will still put one of the three or four worst teams in baseball selecting first. So this year it was what? Uh, Arizona was bad. Baltimore was bad. Pittsburgh was bad. Texas was bad. I think those were the four worst teams. Now, if... You were to have a lottery and instead of, who was it, Arizona had the worst, I don't don't even know, Baltimore, it was Texas that's selecting first instead of the other one. Does it really matter? if Pittsburgh picks first, does it really matter? It does to that team, but it's not going to change anybody else's planning as far as Am I going to try to put together a good roster this season? That's really what people in baseball are interested in. Their team, whether they're a Phillies fan, whether they're a Giants fan, whether they're a Royals fan, whether they're a Cubs fan, is my team going to try to spend (coughs) a bunch of money to try to put out a good baseball product this season? That's what people want um Cubs fans are interested in are the Cubs going to try to bring in Carlos Correa are they going to bring in Anthony Rizzo are they going to bring in a guy that I've heard of that I like to try to make the team good this year I like that they brought in Marcus Stroman thing that's kind of cool they brought in a good player are they going to bring in more good players that's what generally Cubs fans are interested in Rob Manfred's lottery doesn't change that at all. What it does is, at the end of the season, hey, we're going to let the three or four teams have a four-way coin flip. Everybody's going to (laughs) roll. Yeah, we're going to play rock, scissors, paper, and whoever wins, of those three or four teams, you guys get to draft first, and then we'll figure out the other stuff later. To me, that doesn't really sound like much of a compelling argument to change your decision-making process. It seems like the teams that walk into the season, let's face it, let's face it. The Cubs, you could argue, should make a push to try to put together a 93 or 94 win team this year. You could make that argument. I've heard people make the argument. Go out and sign Correa, go out and sign this other guy, go out and try trade this guy. And hey, you might have a 94-win team, and it might only take 88 wins to win the NL Central. The Cubs ought to be trying to do that. I've heard people say that, and they can make a compelling argument. I can see that for the Cubs. For the Pittsburgh Pirates, on the other hand, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. They know they might be able to catch the Cubs. They might be able to catch the Cubs if they get off to a great start and stay healthy and all their pitchers have a good year and the guys they call up for the minor leagues do well and da 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 But really, the Pirates aren't a good team. The Pirates are not a good team. They have, like, what, three or four guys who belong in the league and a whole bunch of guys who don't? The Pirates are not a good team. The Pirates are not going to win the NL Central over, oh, let's think of some numbers. 140 games, 120 games, 100 games, 80 games, 60 games. The Pirates are not going to win the NL Central. The Pirates are not going to do that, and because of that, and because of they're going to claim finances, they're not going to go out and sign Carlos Correa. They're just not going to. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. It's not going to get done. The Pirates know they aren't a good team yet. So, what they will do is, what has become rather common recently, they're going to send out the same tripe they have the last few years, And over a 162 game prorated schedule, they'll probably lose 106, 108 games because they're a bad team. And if that happens, they will probably be in Rob Manfred's lottery because they are a bad team. Rob Manfred wants to reward bad teams by keeping them at the top of the draft. The Major League Baseball Players Association proposal for a lottery was more along the lines of have eight or ten or, what was it, eight or ten or, I think it was ten teams in the lottery. Ten teams in the lottery and very much like the NBA lottery. So somebody who would normally be drafting 10th, could actually end up drafting 1st. So yeah, the Players Association lottery would actually jump people from the middle up to the top, possibly. And if a team ends up drafting 1st or 2nd or 3rd in successive seasons, they couldn't do so again. They could not do so again. So if a team was uh, drafted second this year, then third the next year, then the closest they could come to the top would be whatever gets argued out, you know, fifth place, sixth place, I, I, I don't know where. But you couldn't have with the Major League Baseball Players Association lottery, a team drafting first then 2nd, then 2nd, then 3rd, then 1st, then 2nd, then 3rd, then 1st, then 2nd, then 1st. Like the Astros did for a while. Like the Pirates have done. To have a lottery, like the Players Association, you would have to eventually try to win, or else you could no longer draft early on. And I still don't think, I still don't think the key is getting that first pick that first pick this time i don't know get you andrew green or get get you uh andrew jones or um termar johnson or hmm, brooks lee all very similar players As far as upside and stuff, there is no guy that is, at least as of right now, far and away the elite selection. So whoever it is that a team would draft toward the top as opposed to at the top, toward the top as opposed to at the top, they'd all be similar players. What messes things up with the um, draft as it is now is a team like the Cubs, Drafting 7th has a rather large, rather hefty amount of money that they can spend on draft bonuses. Cubs at 7th have a hefty amount they can spend on draft bonuses. Had they dropped to 5th, they would have a larger amount. Had they only dropped to 10th, they would have a smaller amount. A team... Drafting 16th in the first round has a much smaller draft amount than the Cubs. Team drafting 22nd has a much smaller, and it just keeps getting smaller the further down you go. If Major League Baseball wanted to de-emphasize rewarding losing, if Major League Baseball wanted to de-emphasize rewarding losing, they would flatten the curve flatten the curve so that the team that's drafting 15th drafts basically the same uh has basically the same uh draft bonus spending pool as a team that drafts 22nd as a team that drafts 28th as a team that drafts 7th if those numbers were all basically about the same there would be very little benefit in drafting early so the way I would recommend it is first in the draft gets 10 million to spend total. Second in the draft gets 9.5, third gets 9, fourth gets 8.5 and everybody else everybody else everybody else everybody else gets 8.0 million to spend on draft bonuses. So that means if you have that fifth team that woohoo, I got the guy. I got guy that's number five. I got guy that's number five. By the time they're done um, signing him, they've already burnt through most of their. They've already burnt through a whole bunch of their um, signing bonuses. Whereas you get a team who is drafting like twentieth. I don't know. Was twentieth? Was Cleveland twentieth? Maybe Cleveland was more like 16, 17th. That is going to be 16, 17th. But, you know, you, you, you get a team who they miss the postseason by two or three games. Whoever it is, whoever it is, whoever it is. If they had exactly the same draft bonus spending pool as the Cubs do, then that team that missed the playoffs by two or three games or made the playoffs by two or three games would have basically... The same quality of draft as the Cubs do. Because it's not when you're drafting, it's how much you can spend. With the baseball draft, there are high school players out there who can be signed. They want to go to whichever school they're going to. Arkansas, Oregon State, Texas, Florida, Florida State, Vanderbilt. Did I say them already? Wherever they're going, wherever they're going, they want to go there. But really, they'd rather get $2.5 million from a major league club and start now. That's really what they'd like. But they'd have to get $2.5 million from a major league club to do that. And if clubs are capped at, you can only spend $4 million on your draft class you can really only make one kind of gamble like that. You can really only make one kind of gamble like that. And that's the way Rob Manfred and the owners like it. Rob Manfred and the owners do not like teams that are doing well getting rewarded. They do not like teams that are doing well getting rewarded. They like bad teams getting rewarded. They like teams Playing poorly, getting rewarded. Hey, congratulations, you had another crappy year. You lost 97 games. Good job. Here's a handshake. Here's a trophy. Now spend a whole lot of money in the draft on bonuses. That's what Rob Manford wants. Being completely lazy, being completely incompetent is rewarded By Major League Baseball, actually trying is punished. It's going to be very interesting based on the whisper rumors that we... Actually, we're not even hearing what the whisper rumors are. But with the spending limits, there are going to be three levels of spending limits if Major League Baseball gets their way. Kind of like last time, except the numbers are going to be different now they will be specified you will have a low number a middle number and a high number a low middle a low number a middle number and a high number and teams tend to run under the first spending number teams tend to run under the first spending number so if the spending numbers are 200 million 220 million and 240 million just to pull some easy numbers to work with. If you get to 200 million and go over that, you have this penalty, this other penalty, this other penalty, this other penalty, and this other penalty. Then if you get to 220, there's also this other penalty and this other penalty and this other penalty. Then if you get to 240, there's this real penalty and this other penalty and this other penalty. So then what you have is a whole bunch of owners saying, Screw that, I don't want to pay the penalty. I don't want to pay the penalty, so we are going to run to $197 million and stay right there and not go over $200 million. That is what Rob Manfred likes. That is not what the players like. The players would much prefer to have the owners able to spend freely without being penalized for being spending. Without, without... For being spending? What does that even mean? For uh, spending over the limits. Rob Manfred's lottery is about rewarding incompetence and limiting spending. Get used to it. If Rob Manfred's lips are moving, he's probably talking about Rewarding incompetence and limiting owner spending. If he's not saying rewarding incompetence and limiting owner spending, you might not be listening carefully enough. Rob Manfred wants to make owners who are incompetent scandalous amounts of money. And if players want to get paid earlier than, I don't know, what, 31, 32? Um, Yeah, he wants to make that as hard and as difficult and as easily punished as possible. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great week, and I will see you next time.